What's up, everybody? This is Britt. Uh, you know what? You guys know what's up. Here's part two. Gomes, Gomes, boss stalker. Rereading my own words, going, what is Gomes, boss? Yeah, it was Gomez, bus stalker, and I had already told the story. Gomes, boss stalker. That'll be a band song. That'll be a song name. Right. Was that good? Was that a good show or a bad show? We're back in the car. We're driving home. What did you think? Well, that was that was a really good bad sounding show. I don't First know. First of all, I love that venue. Fantastic venue. Yeah. Clean. Very nice. Yeah. Clean. They had water fountains upstairs. Hands free water fountains. Wow. Hands free water fountains. And I paid $8 for a Fiji water. <laughs> it was not nearly as raucous as I was hoping and expecting it to be. It's the it venue. Seemed, yeah, it seemed very mild. A lot of security. I kind of liked it as a. I'm not going to lie. As an old man. I started to regret that we went downstairs when that dude, that bald dude next to us, <sighs> turned oh, around. Oh, man. And he said, I fart in the wind. Love these guys. I discovered them at Louder Than Life. Oh. <laughs> Which was, by the way, six weeks ago. <laughs> he has not been out of the house for a long time. Andrew, did you pass gas? My God. <laughs> that is geological. Someone got sick. My I'm getting sick. God. It's not you? No, it wasn't me. It smells like you. No. <laughs> what is geological? What kind of a burn is that? Uh, it smells really bad. <laughs> New car, by the way. That's oh no, that's Michael. That's when Michael like finally gets to work out in the pit again in the in the bullpen, and he goes, "Oh God, what does that smell?" <laughs> it's Phyllis. And then he goes, "Oh no 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 no, they can't be. This is that's this is something geological." Is it, is it, <laughs> he's like, he says like a sulfur smell, right? Is it? No, Phyllis? it is Phyllis. They're like Michael. She's like, I wrote an email to everyone. And then they go over to Andy, and he's got tissue paper jammed in his nose. It isn't for the smell. I just have a nosebleed. <laughs> Fun show. Love. I lo- Despite missing snail mail, I could do a 7 a.m. or a 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. show time any day of the week. That's Thoughts on the opener? JPEG Mafia. I was... Too old. That's um, <laughs> fair. I had a hard time... Keeping up with the the samples. How would you describe the music? I don't know. Uh, chaotic. Was it rap? Yeah. 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 I would say he was overwhelmingly rap. Overwhelming. Overwhelmingly rap. <laughs> he rapped. A lot of uh, he rapped to really me. Really harsh samples in there. Uh huh. I like that second song that he's got with the uh, old school like gospel choir going on. That was a bad. I couldn't one. even tell. Like I, that's the thing is I couldn't tell what they were. Yeah, I think is part of it. Some of it too is so loud it's hard to decipher but what's got what. The, but the people were into it, which is funny. Oh yeah, they were going hard. I'm really thankful that Andrew brought earplugs and gave a pair to me because I only have so much of my hearing left, and I did not want to burn any of it on JPEG Mafia. I did the same thing, but I had my own. What'd you say? Huh? Boom. <laughs> Yeah, JPEG was fine. I I liked watching it from the balcony and watching the people that were into him go crazy, but it was not my thing. It's rare that I that I don't hear any any bit of an artist before I see them live, and that was the case with JPEG Mafia. I couldn't I could not have told you what he looked like. 
not a single, you know, measure of his music did I know until. So that was interesting. I feel like I have been to very few shows where there's like cross genres like that, where it's like, yeah. I mean, we didn't get to see Snail Mail, but I'm a big fan of Snail Mail. Snail Mail is like kind of poppy and a little bit more chill, and then JPEG is some sort of rap, and then Turnstiles is like a full on punk band. It's kind of interesting to to mix that. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's what the kids like, man. Adam, what'd you think of Turnstile? I uh, really like Turnstile. Was. I hate to say this, but really drawn to the singer's physique. I can't stop talking about that. My God, he was his stomach and his—I mean, everything. A Greek bodice with those like, like high animal. <laughs> those high bridge pants. Those are nice. When he shed that shirt, just glistening in the blue light. You are hairy like animal. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm still crushing on that drummer, man. He—I've not heard a drummer live that is that precise like he is you could set him to a clock or set him to yeah, so a wait, metronome so I, from your perspective when you, you just mean like actually precise like he yes does it, he's so their wrong. music is so all over the place it changes yeah. time signatures all the time and it, it, it slows and then it speeds up and he is always on and and Franz is cool the bass player but he's very sloppy and that bass player just never ever misses or excuse me, the drummer never ever misses. I'm yeah. also like I I tend to tune out when there's like a a big like drum solo moment in most bands, but I thought that was pretty rad. Like I was I was pretty focused on him the whole time he was doing that solo. That was one of the first things that drew me to them when I when I heard them. I was like, gosh, this drummer's incredible. And they went on uh, is it Seth Meyers? Is that the? I think they've done them all at this point, but yeah, that was but the yeah, first one. That was, they went on Seth Meyers, and they they liked him so much that he then. Like two weeks later, he was the drummer for that show for a week. No way. Yeah, he was. Oh, like that's the, right. That's they, right. They, 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 were, they were off yes. tour, and they, oh, that's cool. they asked him to to drum. So, how old is that kid? I, I, don't, hey, I bet he's like twenty four. He, yeah, if he's not thirty, I mean, he's he's younger than thirty. Somebody's what? Leaking poop, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Geological leak oh, up there, Phyllis. Andrew, will you just Did own you up? Break wind? Andrew always ends up. Not me, mother. Father of mine. Andrew, yeah, you, you would, you would, you would know, you would know. It would be abundantly clear that. I'm to this day, I have still never smelled anything as bad as that one time we went to Frankfurt. <laughs> My God. It was the, Andrew. Yeah, we were going no, no, up to Frankfurt uh, for practice, and like, I, it was cold, very cold outside, and Andrew's Subaru was very, very hot, and then out of nowhere, it's like a. Geyser. No, dude, I think just it's dark, opened up. I think dark driving. den on wheels. You're driving the uh, the camera. Oh, that's right. That's right. Either way, it was warm, and then Andrew's fart just Say, burning my eyes out. Speaking of burning my eyes out, that guy next to us, real well, stinky. He was pretty stinky. <laughs> pretty stinky. Every and he was like doing that butt rock like fist in the air pump the whole time and every time he was just it was like he was just spritzing it my way <laughs> so what do you think of the crowd there you all seem to think not as but, but you never saw the crowd from the you're from the right above. we were probably okay. 20 feet from the actual like pit Mosh we, were, we were standing in like a from line of old sweat. school like hardcore guys that just stand there with their arms folded and are just like kind of bobbing their heads like mm, mm, mm. and then uh, here you go <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> my kind of guys my kind of guys I tell you what 
the the band looked great. They looked just like they do on all the videos, all the YouTube videos you see them. Man, I thought they were really lacking something, having the barriers up and not letting people go on. I like. I wish I'd yeah. never known that about them, because I think I would be walking away from this show going, "That was awesome." But like, when you look them up on YouTube, there are literally people just rocketing into the air on top of the crowd every 10 seconds well it's the venue that decides those type of things that's that's a legal matter because they don't don't want to be sued and then now that's what people expect is i'm going to the show not for a b or c but primarily to see right i want to see the chaos yeah i think john when john how long ago did you see him a couple months I think you Three, four might months. have hit lightning. For right, jumping off the stage. I'm just one, they were not, I'm wondering but the, if that's the case. The energy when, when I got to see him last time was certainly higher. It was just I think the crowd was just way more into it, and they were more into it, and that's one of the things that I think I was kind of intrigued by when I very first heard him and saw some stuff on YouTube. Is it? It kind of feels like a North Lexington Library show, and it's just chaos. But it, they have 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 risen to this point of just being super famous oh, and stuff yeah. like that and so you kind of see this local punk rock show on a big setting and you're just like whoa that's gnarly i wonder i always and wonder the energy is just kind of hard to match when you can't do that how long have they been touring that album i mean it came Probably out forever, uh, yeah. it came out the second half of 2021 right something like that yeah. mandate was still in place i was wondering it, when you're catching a band because i mean they're real people that can, you know, just press play, unless it's like a staged show or something. But like a band like that, you're dealing with whatever emotions, you know, they may have, like Nathan, eaten four pieces of pizza before they walked into the venue. Come on. <laughs> I was very tired. <laughs> Nathan looks at me in the middle of JPEG Mafia and says, You were right about the pizza. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Okay, Andrew, what was your question? Oh. Oh yeah, it's not show related, but what you What were, did I were, eat that so smells so bad? We're munching on this bag of candy to and from the show. We've got some gummy treats in there. There's some twin snakes. There's some sour gummies and the non-sour gummies. Compliments mm. of Liz. Uh, thank yeah, you, thank Liz. you, Liz. The um, what? What can? I'll just say candy. What candy have you seen in a movie that, w- without even tasting? And I'll give you an example, like. The wine in Game of Thrones, hmm. they're drinking wine, looks so, I guess, refreshing. Dost dost have thou a mug of ale for me and me mate? He has been pitched in battle for a fortnight and has a king's thirst for the frosty brood. Goes down real Goes easy. Down super easy. And then um, kills you. And then that what I'm thinking of for candy that looks good in a TV show or movie that probably isn't is the old Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Yep, I know exactly. Turkish what you're delight, Turkish delight, delight, baby. In the old is it BBC? Yeah. BBC yeah. one, yeah. The old BBC version of Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Edmund is just pounding that Turkish this, delight. Yeah, it looks like puppy chow. Pounding Turkish, and it looks so yeah. good. Yeah. The, the texture, the way it is presented in that. I remember my like my dad came back sugar from sugar covered beef ravioli. Yes. Is my, that what it is? Beef? No, ravioli? it's no, no. It's more it like is. a jelly. It's jelly. My dad brought me brought me some back from India once, like when I was a kid, and I was he was like, "This is from Narnia," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And I had it. I was like, "This is 
absolutely disgusting. I'd rather, they, I'd rather <laughs> leave it at that. I don't want to know what right. it's actually. I just want right. that to be. Yeah, because when I was made, it was a jelly. I was this really is surprised. definitely made by a witch. <laughs> <laughs> to lure, to lure to children. Witches can please. <laughs> This was made by a witch in a snow. Your storm. son's a witch. <laughs> Andrew, I don't have um, candy references, but I do have two food from like movie or TV uh, references. The first being in Entourage when they go to uh, the Bat Mitzvah and Turtle and, oh, yeah. and Drama smoked a ton of weed and they haven't eaten anything all day. And finally, they like go out to like the kids' cart and they, get and they hot have dogs. like hot dogs yes. and mac and cheese. I'm just like, man, if I'm ever starving, hot dogs and mac and cheese is a really tasty meal. And then the other one is not quite as tasty and delicious, but um, <laughs> when Tony Stark gets like rescued in the first one, and oh, he's just like, yeah, what do you want? And he's just like, just a good old American hamburger. And he's eating those little Burger King burgers. Like little they mini look, whoppers. Oh, they look yeah. unbelievable. That's right in your wheelhouse, too. Oh, man, is in my wheelhouse. Mm, Rallies used to have the Get commercial where they were, uh, weren't they the ones that had, are you not going to eat your cheese paper? Oh, yeah. I think so. The oh, big Buford. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was rallies. Yeah, it was rallies. And they get, there's like two construction workers on site, and they're eating burgers. And then one guy finishes it, and he takes his wrapper, and he's just like sucking the cheese off of it, <laughs> sucking wheezy, sucking wheezy. Can we go back to Britain saying that Turkish delight? <laughs> Look, six-year-old Britain saying, "Oh, that looks like powdered beef ravioli." <laughs> <laughs> it's powdered sugar-covered beef ravioli. Mmm. Mm. Okay. Anyone else? Adam? Uh, the food they're eating in Hook. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Whatever that, like, rainbow sherbet looking stuff. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's Pud. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Pud. It's Christmas Pud. Hook in the Technicolor Pud. I always liked that, that slice of cheese that has the big fat face on it. It's like, dude, give me a slice of that. Uh, face cheese. Remember in is it in Kazam when he he, he uses one of his wishes to say never I want seen it. I, you never seen Kazam? Because when, when we get out, we ain't men. He we, says we genies. He says he says I wish I had junk food from here to the sky and like all those like all those like cheeseburgers and Snickers just start falling from the sky. Mm. It's pretty amazing. It made me. The hook one's good, Adam. That's that's. Uh... Hook is probably my answer too, but I think God I knows it was what it tastes like. It could be absolutely horrendous, but but it sure looks like the Lost Boy Feast is just. And there, what's the uh, what's the drink he drinks? Is it called Boom Boom or something? <laughs> or how's your? He says, oh yeah. How's your Boom Boom, Peter? Boom, your, uh, is Coco, it Coco, Peter? Is it Coco? Yes, how's it Coco? And he says, bang rang And he has like that, like that big old mustache. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best lines is, eat what there's nothing you're gone to eat more than. Orufio. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, talk about a band I haven't heard of in a very long time is Rufio. Rufio! Rufio. Oh, man. I wonder I'm if sure they're on. I'm sure they're going to play that uh, we, when we were young. <laughs> when we were young, fast. Right? Oh, <laughs> Mary always says that a lot of the music that I listen to sounds like a guy's plugging his nose and singing it. Rufio, that's, that's true. That's very true for Rufio. Uh, I have a different question, but I don't want to jump off the food thing if we're not on it. What do you got, Chris? Okay, so. Going back to shows and just watching shows, I was watching 
the Taylor Hawkins tribute. Did everybody see that? Yeah. Yeah, it was I know, great. I know that Some happened it, yeah. like a few months Mary ago. Mary was so mad at me. I watched every minute of that six-hour <laughs> Wembley Stadium one. <laughs> You're supposed to be at a virtual game night. <laughs> Love you, Mary. Sweet, sweet Mary. So nobody ever like plans their funeral unless you're like really old if you were to die before your time what's the one song or the one thing that you want done at your at your funeral like what's what's the it, it doesn't have to be a song but that made me think of it it was like man like that tribute just watching all of these bands tell stories about their interactions with taylor I mean, it was incredibly moving and then watching his son you know play drums to my hero Taylor Hawkins, drummer for the Foo Fighters. Drummer for the Foo Fighters. I had tears rolling down my face as he did that. But um, are you wanting like serious answers for no, this? No, I mean you could yeah, do. It could be trap. No, no, no. <laughs> I want grass stains. <laughs> yeah, well, you can take it. <laughs> you can take it however you want. Like that's, you know, if you were to die before your time, I doubt that any of us have on paper. Oh, here's what I want done. So, because I always but think now that that's weird. Have it digitally. Okay, so I'll give you an example. So, so. This is a real story, and it's not my story. It's a guy I work with named Adam Gilly. He's from Eastern Kentucky. There's a guy in this small town church that always sings like the the he's like their their singer, big bass uh, singer. Can can't remember his name, but uh, so he'll sing at you know weddings, funerals, all the stuff. They just always have him. He's the guy. So this member of the church passes away, uh, and. They the family asks this guy to sing uh, one of his favorite hymns, and they say, you know, the, the wife or whoever's meeting with him and says his favorite he, his favorite song was "Ring the Bells." It says "Ring the Bells." I guess that's a hymn. Well, this guy hears them say "Jingle Bells," <laughs> and then he's too embarrassed to ask to like clarif- clarification. So he's like, "Gosh," and he goes home. And he's like. Honey, what's the matter? And he's like, they, they asked me to sing Jingle Bells at his funeral. I don't know how I'm <laughs> no going to do way. this. So they, he, this guy gets up. You know, they have the first part. They're bringing every, everybody in. There's the casket. They, somebody gets up, gives like a, a short short intro. Here's some special music by who, fill in the blank guy. This guy stands up there. He's been worried no about it way. all week. And he, he just goes as sad as he possibly could. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. And the the guy, the pastor, after after he finishes, sits down. Everybody's kind of like looking around. He goes, "Well, I reckon Ed did love Christmas." <laughs> That's, That's amazing. That's amazing. There's something similar to that, like. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd were best of friends, right? They were the Blues Brothers. They were on SNL together and whatnot. And they were just having, like, a drunk night out one time. And some song that was popular at the time. I can't, do you remember what song it was? I can't even remember what it was. No idea. It was some one-hit wonder rock and roll song. I can't remember when he died. I want to say it had something to do with a bumblebee, like the name of the song or the name of the band or something like that. And John said, John Belushi said to Dan Aykroyd, I want you to play this song. Oh, yeah, they, they were sitting on a beach listening to the radio, and it probably came Probably shit-faced. Said, I want you to play this song at my funeral. Well, lo and behold, not that far off, Belushi dies, 
And Dan Aykroyd remembers that he said this to him. So at his funeral, everybody's up there, like, giving their condolences and the eulogy and whatnot. And Dan walks up there. Dan Aykroyd walks up there in a leather jacket and, like, one of those old-school, like, Chad Muska boom boxes and just plays this song over his shoulder, just bobbing <laughs> his head with sunglasses on and plays it for John wow. Belushi. That's so, amazing. Talking about funerals and performances. So, um, sadly, a couple years ago, my grandfather passed away. This is my my mom's dad. And that whole side of the family is fairly musical. Like, he wrote a bunch of songs, and one of my mom's sisters, really? like, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my mom's sisters, like, classically trained and they all like sing and stuff like that and i went up to calgary um for his funeral and one of my uh, aunts very specifically always wants to hear me sing i guess my mom ever told her that like i led worship or something and she always wants me to sing i'm just like no like you, you don't want to hear me sing you deserve or anything right? like you don't want that right now but she's like no john i want to hear you sing so I'm always turning her down, but so we get up there for the funeral and we're all kind of hanging out and she looks at me and she says, John, tomorrow at uh, the funeral, we're gonna sing a song that your grandfather, Gong Gong was what we called him, we're gonna sing one of his songs that he wrote and we'd like for you to, to stand up there and sing with us. And I'm just like, oh, no. wait, you want me to do what? She's like, well, he, we have this song and it's all on sheet music and we're gonna practice it a couple times here, but we want you to be up on stage with us singing. Was it in Chinese? A hundred percent. And wow. I'm kind of looking at her just going like, you know who I am, right? <laughs> like, you know I don't speak a lick of Mandarin. And I'm kind of waiting for my mom to bail me out. And she's just like not doing it. And so I'm just like, maybe, I don't know. And so they start singing the song. And I'm just like looking at my dad, just like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know this melody. <laughs> I don't know anything. But I'm just like, dad, I'm not going up there tomorrow. Like, there's no way I'm doing that. The next day, uh, the funeral's there, and my dad's like, hey, you have to get up on stage with us. I was like, dad, there is no way I'm doing this. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> He's like, just do it. Talking? Just stand next, like in the, yeah, the at the funeral. I bet there was like 250, 300 people there. Oh. And it was just like six of us on stage. And my dad was like, just stand next to me. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? I stood on stage at my grandfather's <laughs> funeral. Going, going, I'm sorry, man. They made me do it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm not kidding you. I was just going like this. I'm numb. And I literally am like acting with my dad, looking down at the sheet, be like, where are we in the song? And I'm just going, um, nom, um, um. and I have to think that there was someone in like the audience who's like, who's that guy? What's he doing up there? He looks like the rest of us. Wow. But there's something a bit off. He looks like he might know a verse of Man Up by Lecrae. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what you think you're here to do? What a so yeah, nightmare. I stood on stage at my grandfather's funeral and pretended to sing a song. It was very, very uncomfortable. Did That's any, amazing. Did any noises come out of your mouth? Was it strictly you were just whining? Um, um, oh, you actually um, didn't know that came um, out? Um, um, I'm, I'm literally... Yeah. <laughs> sing, sing, sing like a bird. Jimmy's brother. You <laughs> sing, and you, you sing, sing good. good. <laughs> Was Steph there? Did she have to do it? Steph was not there because she missed her flight. And when oh, she, because she heard that she had to be on stage exactly. to sing that song. When she finally got there, it was like, where the f*** were you? I had to do this all by myself. Like, feeling like an idiot. That's probably not a bad, like, I think... 
I don't really have an answer. I'll, I'll noodle on it. But I think some way to make the audience laugh or just make the people just, like, not go out on a sad note. If there's any way, like, at my funeral, like, just to, to take the, the air out of it a little bit, make a joke or some, something like that, I don't even know what you would do. But a roast? A roast of Britt Pendleton? A roast. No matter what you do, it's interesting because you don't have any – well, I guess you have a say before you pass, but – you're not there to, to, to dictate it. Yeah, yeah, but that's the point of this. Like nobody ever dictates what they want done. So, for instance, Tevis passed away, you know, far before his time, and we just knew like he was he was just a, a very interesting guy, and he had very eclectic music tastes. And at his funeral, his mom chose to not just play, but show the video of a Talking Heads song. Oh wow! And it was like right, totally the first thing that happened. That. It was, it was, it was very fitting for him because it made us laugh. Just going, yeah, that this is totally Tevis. I completely. But it's such a that. weird. I remember watching it, just going, "What?" I mean, if we looked it up on YouTube right now, I would just go, "What is right. this?" Right. Let alone in a funeral in that in that you know setting. So it was. Which video was it? I mean, I cannot remember the name of the song. It's it, but it had like obviously David Byrne up there, just like I, I don't I don't think it was the one where he's wearing the giant suit. And the days go by. No, it wasn't. It's one. There's like a big choreographed dance going on on this stage, and it's it just really bizarre. And then like they didn't even play the whole thing; they just kind of cut it short. It's like that's well, enough of that. <laughs> I remember. Um watching first night like way back in the day with sean connery okay and richard gear and always thinking that that was a really cool thing a way to go out now i guess that probably means that you have to be a king or someone really important but when he dies remember they put him on that like floating yes little, like, oh, raft yeah. and they, they push him out to sea and then they pew, they hey, shoot an arrow that's a good caveat question do you all want to be buried or do you want to be cremated load me fire me up load me in a cannon and shoot me out to sea <laughs> Actually, like put me in confetti body. and spray me out at a turnstile oh, show. Oh, God. <laughs> Interesting you say that. Just throw so, me in the trash. <laughs> what did, what did a, the guy I say to you? Grand, what's that? What did the guy say to you at the end? Nathan was trying you to get to be a part of this. Nathan <laughs> was trying to, to walk somewhere. And I was guy. trying to get a water from the bar, and I was walk. I was like two feet from the bar, and this guy that was not an employee of this venue, he was just a showgoer like me, he goes, hey, man, there's blood on the ground here. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, no, don't step here. I was like, I just want a water. He goes, no, you don't want no part of this. I was like, I just want a water, man. And he's just like, hey, you want to turn around? I was like, okay. And I looked down, there's like tiny little drops of blood. It wasn't like a bloodbath or anything. But a very odd interaction. What were you saying about what you want done with your body? Oh, yeah. I, I'm 100% cremated. I want signs to be done to it. You know what? You say that, and you can uh, you can have your. Have you all heard of what are you talking about? Pods. <laughs> you want signs to be signs. Science. Oh, I want signs to be done. We need to be done to be done to it and upon it. Oh, you're a school teacher. That seems so bizarre that you would want that. Why? Give me to my students. Because, like, look at the student, the students that you've got. Like, do you trust them to be just? Poking and prodding at your innards? It's not a lick, but they wouldn't touch it. Right on. I want to be put into a Folgers can and spread from a seaside cliff. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. Lord, we give you a Donnie. In your wisdom, Lord, you took them. As you took so many bright, flowering young men at Quezon, at Londoc, at Hill 364. These young men gave their lives. 
so Donnie. Donnie who loved bowling. Donnie what? who loved the ocean. What was the movie with Robert Denny Jr. and Zach Galifianakis? Where Due date. <laughs> not a great movie, but... They drink him. <laughs> yes. He's carrying what? his... It's so a he's, Folgers can. His dad oh, dies, God. and he's been carrying him, and he's... And he's basically going across country and he's in a Folgers can. He's drinking he's like, this coffee's good. Earthy. Zach <laughs> yeah, exactly. wow. just finds it and like makes coffee in the morning and Robert Downey Jr. like wakes up and he's like, Ooh, what are you drinking? He's like, I found some some of your coffee. It's pretty good. It's like, very earthy. <laughs> I, I can't help were... but think that that had to come from Lebowski. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, in I'm a sure. coffee can. I was going to say to Andrew, uh, so you can put yourself in a pod and you can not a podcast, not Podson, not, not Daniel Podson, not Daniel, Daniel Podson, but you can pick a tree, and you can basically have your remains like feed a tree. Mm. Mm. That doesn't sound like a bad idea, if you don't like the other two. Hey kids, you know where this swing? You know what this swing is attached to? It's your grandpa. What's the cheapest? Cremation. Che yeah, cremation, hundred percent. I'll do it in my backyard for you. <laughs> burn you Adam do you have a song or something that you want done at your funeral or to your body if I die before before Werner Herzog is dead I want Werner Herzog to read my eulogy uh, just because his voice and the way that he pronounces things is amazing I've dwelt among the humans their entire culture is built around their penises it's funny to say they're small it's funny to say they're big and wow even if even if we have to pre-record it and then we just like cut it up later, like if he's on his way out and I'm still doing okay, we can just kind of write in some fluffy text and then get a recording and then we'll just play it later. I wonder if you like that's my idea. Yeah, if you like sketch something up now and he, if he did like a uh, do a, a cameo. cameo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Werner Herzog. Yeah, I'm sure you he's could like, do it. Just really give him like a, that's a brilliant here, idea. This is the body of Adam. <laughs> what? Are oh, people invited to like, funerals, or is it always just open? It's open. What'd you say? Are there? Do you, do no, it's in the paper. Have, you put it in the paper. Or I've crashed. Know, like, do, do funerals have? Can you show up at a funeral? Or yes, I don't think anybody's sure. checking IDs at the door. Yes, I know this because I know somebody Chris who sneaks into funerals. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I've stuck into a couple weddings before, but never a funeral. Uh, but I do know somebody who went to like a funeral home and to attend the funeral and they were running a little late and they went to the wrong one like hmm. they were like because everybody was already seated and they were he was you know slipped in and it was like oh this is oh wow okay Devin we were in a we were in just her and I in the car I think coming back from Kroger or something and I said I probably said something irreverent and so honey. profane perhaps and she said she just took a breath and looked at me and said you know you can't talk like that forever and I, said, and I said, I said, but I can. She was so disappointed. You know, you can't talk like that. Is forever. Devin like that? Like what? <laughs> Foul mouth? No. Does Devin frown upon you? Uh, no, she wasn't even telling me to stop. She just kind of like realized that this is childish. What she, yeah, what she's stuck with. Childish. I was being real churldish. <laughs> you know, you can't talk like that forever. Who I, is it? Getting what? The stink. I think it's Andrews, though. I, honestly, I think you would. That's natural gas. The stink bowl. You think it's natural? You can't wash that off. Yeah, I don't smell. Like natural gas. From your butt. <laughs> was it? Was it? Uh, was it 
Slim Flannery that used to play Animal. Correct. At night, where they would just dress in like dark clothing <laughs> and like dart across a really busy street. Jesus. <laughs> <Not Yeah>. What? <laughs> oh, oh. Like the, that's what he called it, Animal. Speaking of prank, so <laughs> I just like to scare people? Yes. <laughs> oh to get like Sometimes you'd get people slamming on their brakes. Sometimes they'd like swerve. I was like, oh, so you're basically almost killing people. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, now that you say it like that, yeah. <laughs> so I cleared up, just speaking of that, reminded me of, I talked to Hayes at the climbing gym a couple nights ago and cleared up the ding-dong ditching prank. They were pranking the Trowers for months. Yes, months. Wow. Chris Trower bought a $300 pair of night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Trower waited by the door, and so they had this extended long con, this long game. Uh, Hayes bought a ghillie suit. Oh my! What does that mean? Like uh, one of those sniper suits. Sniper suits. All look like <laughs> Jeez. And trees and leaves and stuff. My God! And he knew because he knew Andrew was hiding inside the. Or, uh, I think Andrew Trower has that right inside the door, so that when the doorbell rang, he could just open the door and jump out and get whoever was doing it. So Hayes would ring the doorbell, then jump into their bushes. Like, true story. Yeah. Had this on the line, and then so finally Michael Powell was like, "You got to tell." Like Trower's losing his mind. You got to tell. Yeah, I told you. Wow. He was like, they had like a mad? neighbor. They had a neighbor. Because <laughs> I talked to him about it uh, after we, I was like, hey, we have to have this. I, I heard a story about you. Can you clarify? Talk to, to this about to Trower. To Trower. Yeah, he was at some, uh, but anyway. So what yeah. did Trower say? He said that it, he was like, oh, yeah, man, it was, uh, I was so, like, they would they would do it. And, and it was every time that, that. What's hey, every time Ryland would would like spend the night over at, at the Powells, like they would come and do this. They would they would ring the doorbell and it'd be all different times. It'd be like ten thirty. Yeah. At one point, like I'm going crazy, like riding around the, the neighborhood yeah, in a golf cart, golf and I'm just like, Wow, where are you? Yeah, at one time I saw this guy in his backyard, like he's like on his golf cart or something, and I'm like, Hey, hey. Were you just ringing my door? Were you and, and the guy's like, the guy like gets defensive. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm in my backyard." Like, and then he was like, and then I realized like I'm I'm going crazy. And I was like, "Hey, I, I, I'm so, I'm sorry, man. Some some kids are pranking me, and somebody somebody's freaking me out. It's really freaking me out." Like he was like at the end of his rope. Jeez. That's like, why Michael told Hayes and Ryland to like, you all need to identify yourselves because before harm comes to you in the form of like I'm very curious as to how they would do it I mean I understand well, the, the premise of ding dong ditching but like so he got that so a ghillie suit is what snipers use like it you you literally can fall on the floor and you disappear in the grass and that's what so he would go <laughs> ring the doorbell run 25 feet just fall yeah and he said that Chris was like he and and Seth were out there like combing their yard looking for this and he That's was just like shocking. he had disappeared yeah it was huh. amazing also in champion so it's a big yard and a big that's property true that's not probably you, not i'm kind of surprised trower didn't buy some sort of camera system he did night vision goggles yeah. never saw him i guess not there, what you can't see a ghillie was this in champions no, they would go out to champions he said he never Ryland, he never the, the, the Ryland's oh across, Ryland lived ryland's there. family lives across from Oddly enough, Ryland has been like selected for like Army Rangers. Right. Yeah, like, it all yeah. Came, it all came into uh, right. It all came that's, into good use. That's what Hayes said. Uh, I um, also have to clear something up from the last pod. My mom said that 
Uh, it was not her local, their local church that did the haunted house. It was the, like the campus life ministry. So, what about the glory holes? <laughs> campus life. <laughs> What's that? I've got, a, I've got one more topic. If you all want to do it. Yeah, I don't know what to say about the funeral thing. I think about it so little. Okay, that's fine. Well, we'll we'll just go on. Last thing. Uh, so this is kind of on the subject of uh, unpopular opinions, but I'm going to call it. I can't get behind that. And uh, this is, we, we can save this for another time or we can kick it around for a little bit. This comes from a uh, an, an album, Captain Kirk. What's his name? Sean? No. William Shat. William Shat, the Shatner. John Tasia. <laughs> John Tasia. <laughs> so w- William Shatner has an album that he did with Ben Folds called Has Been. And oh, it's, great album. It's great, top to bottom. But he has all of these special guests on there. Uh, I can't remember. Ben Folds is on it. Henry Rollins is on one song, and it's called I Can't Get Behind That, and it's just them like being old guys just talking about what they can't stand or what they don't like. But it's it's said in William Shatner's like spoken word poetry. So it's like there's these bongos going on, and it's just them like screaming at each other. It's Mini very, fans. I, like, I can't yeah. get behind that. I can't get behind that. Student drivers. I can't get behind Student drivers. Everybody knows everything about all of us. That's too much knowledge. I can't get behind that. <laughs> that is how it ends. Like I think that uh, I think that the bourbon industry is a scam. Hundred percent. Because there's no way that you, like, if you I went on a bourbon tour recently, same mixture. They're just shoving it in a different part of the attic, and that makes it a $100 bottle versus a $20 bottle. This one's been sitting in my attic for 10 years. This one's been sitting in my attic for 12 years. So, therefore, it costs eight, you know, $200 more. We're, we're going to release X amount. We could have ramped up production tenfold because we would have been able to do this no problem, but we didn't on purpose. Yes. We can sell everything for eight times the price. They had one Rick, is it a Rick house? They had one Rick house that a tornado hit, ripped the roof off of it, but all of the barrels stayed there. So instead of like throw it out, which I don't think they should throw it out, they just orange labeled the bottles as like the storm, you know, mixture or whatever, the tornado batch. And that was sold as like, oh, so it basically ruined the process. So they sold it for more. What? People are morons. It's incredible. I can't get behind that. Can't get behind that. Anything medical is the same. Like if you like epinephrine, like they just jack the price up on epinephrine and epipens just because they can. They call it medical. Like the drugs that people take, life-saving drugs, you know, companies just jack the prices up just because they can. Just because of supply and demand. Can't get behind that. Trying to do here is this is just gripes or airing of grievances oh, yeah. at the beginning of Festivus. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about it. Yeah. This is the beginning of Festivus, Adam. Start with the airing is, the, of grievances. is that how it goes? Oh, yeah. Starts yeah. with the airing of grievances and then the, and then the, the feats, feats of strength. strength. <laughs> Nobody eats until you pin me. <laughs> <laughs> You were a disappointment as a child. <laughs> what about you, Kruger? Yeah, you don't want to get me started on gripes. We'll be here all night. <laughs> Let's go. Adam's go the gripe Adam. king. We could drive to Indianapolis and back. I wouldn't be done. 
Let's Adam's do like, it. we're almost home, but I've got a few more. I'm going to go around the block. I can't get behind NyQuil. Like, how so? The post, the, the next day is the the NyQuil hangover. The consequences of the NyQuil the next morning are too intense for me. Too much fog. I would agree. I sleep fine. It's not because I sleep poorly, but if I take NyQuil and I don't care what I'm doing the next day, I need to block out the entire day because it is brain fog. It is like fuzzy ears. It is... This, this might be a good topic to like do when we're full force in Here, another in another episode. Here's a really I, good one. I can't get behind. Uh, well, we could do this as a, a multiple segment. Fair enough. Too. But I can't get behind on the subject of like like music. I can't get behind feeling this. Yes, well, definitely not feeling this. <laughs> uh, I, I'm over. We will rock you. In, yes, like any public setting, unless it's Queen actually playing it. Like I just yeah. Maybe that was with, your, with Adam Lambert. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I think they should probably just quit being a band rather than yes. What about encores? Can you get behind encores? I was just gonna say I can't get behind encores. You don't like encores. I'm really out? glad. I'm glad that Turnstile did not do it. They were like, "Hey, this is our last song. Thank you guys for coming." They end their shows a little awkwardly. Well, it's just that they didn't turn on the lights in the venue, so people were like waiting. I think I feel that. I, there's a couple of times where the encore kind of gives you the possibility of basically like another opener kind of moment, which yeah, is kind of cool. True. Yeah, true. Yeah. But that, it has to be done that way because yeah. usually it's not. Usually it's like, we're back. And it's like, you could have just played those three songs as well, part of your set. I like the, but wasn't the original encore like people were clapping and so excited? I don't, I don't know where it where it originated, but that the person came back up to do another like it's not now. I don't like when it's like built in. Like I'm gonna leave. Yeah. You know, you guys are gonna clap at me a little bit. Start screaming you know, for one more song. One more song. Do the chant. Make the noise. We'll bring you in. It's not an authentic you. thing. What if yeah. they don't? What if they don't chant for you to come back out? Then that's. Well, that's when I think that they need to take it and, and leave. Mm. So if the crowd's like wanting it, then you come in. And you do the. Cut your losses. I right. saw, I saw Creed, um, not the band Creed Bratton, Bratton from The Office, played Cosmic Charlie's in Lexington oh, a few what? years ago, yeah, and it was a sold out show. It was pretty bad because it was mostly just like his act because he was an actual like musician in the '70s for a band called The Grassroots, which they is part of the storyline they built into his character in The Office. And he mostly played like his originals from that band or like a couple of like so. The best part was like when he told like behind the scenes stories the office which was honestly not very much but anyway he walked off stage after his like closer quote unquote and they lights come up everyone's just like getting out of there because we've been sitting there for like you know 12 songs of this guy just like can't really play his instrument it was just kind of weird and i look I saw, you see his manager go creed they're leaving and he like <laughs> runs back runs back up on stage he's like waves at everybody like i'm back and plays another song huh. and it just like did not it was so funny it was like he expected there to be like just a overwhelming like chant for him to come back out and we were all halfway out the door i never realized that he was actually a musician until i found out that creed is singing one of his own original songs a couple of in times. the Christmas yeah. episode. In the Christmas episodes of Grassroots Songs, but then the song that's playing at the very last moment of the last episode, the finale. Oh, really? He wrote that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one. So his real name is Creed? Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton, yeah. Wow. I think Phyllis's name is really Phyllis. Yep. Does he really um, eat potatoes? Yeah, Oscar's Oscar. Yeah, there are a couple of them. Not a bad one to end on. So.
for. A, it is a good, that's a really good one. I can't get behind that. Well, we want to thank you for letting us be ourselves and see ourselves. Thank you to Adam for driving. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Best of us for the rest of us. What's your grandpa's name? Gong. 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 Gong.